Welcome to Trading Places, my name's Kieran, and today, or rather yesterday, I saw Captain Underpants. And I am Jericho, and I saw the first epic movie. This is Trading Places, where one of us goes and watches the first half of a film in a cinema, then we swap over idiotically halfway through, and the other person sees the second half. I just want to ask you straight off, have you seen Epic Movie? Uh, no. Because I saw the first epic movie, which isn't the first epic movie. Is this movie. a prequel to the epic, to epic movie? Yeah. <laughs> this is the original and the best. But actually, let's, well, just a wee brief overview. This was, this was quite fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Probably one of the better ones we've done. Yeah, I, would, I didn't really want to walk out, to be honest. Uh, so fuck you. <laughs> I was having quite a good time. Uh, did you know anything about Captain Underpants before? I knew of him... Uh, I saw something yesterday which said that Captain Underpants has been around. This was like the 20th anniversary of Captain Underpants. Really? I knew there was comics, but I didn't know they were that old. Books, Kieran, please don't. I thought they were comics. Maybe they were, but they were published in like... uh, Yeah, yeah, probably. (laughs) I mean, he was the wimpy kid of his day, wasn't he? Ah, that's probably a fair comparison, Um, yeah. Because I just knew they were like paperback books, like black and white. They weren't kind of like classic... They were sort yeah, of big yeah, comic yeah. Uh-huh. things. Uh, Maybe sort of hybrid. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because we had posters for them all over my school, but I was like, this is below my... Did you ever read them? No. No, you were way above that, I thought, Jericho. I thought, see, I thought I was too old, but it's like, if they're 20 years old, and I would have mm. been six when the first one came out, which is right in the Captain Underpants That's perfect. demographic. Yeah. I mean, now, obviously, given how much we liked it, we're still clearly in the Captain Underpants demographic. I think I was briefly aware of it, but yeah, I never, never bothered to read them. And nevertheless, I still had a fun enough time yeah. with this. Yeah. Let's just get out of the way that, as, as we said at the start, we actually saw it yesterday. Yeah, um, in Glasgow. In Glasgow. And now we're here recording in Edinburgh because someone uh, forgot to bring <laughs> our a mic. producer. Forgot to, our producer. Uh, he's a bastard. Yeah, he always yeah. does this, doesn't he? I know. He messes, and he messes up, messes up the film times, <laughs> and he always scares us for the wrong ones. Makes the buses late. Forgets mics. Oh yeah, I think we need a new producer to be quite honest. We should. Yeah. 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 This is. It all went downhill after we lost Bagelmania sponsors. Oh, speaking of which, on the way to your flat, I saw a crow having a lovely bit of bagel. <laughs> <laughs> just, just in, what's it called? Meadowfield, meadow. Yeah, the meadows. Uh, yeah. Maybe, maybe like tra- 
transported it across from Glasgow. Yeah. And he just flew, flew across. This episode brought to you by Crows Eating Bagels. Mm, yeah. Why not feed a bagel to a crow? Or, or the crow will feed a bagel to you. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what we should do. There was that crow that bought that brought the little girl loads of gifts. Do you read that story? No. It's heartwarming. <laughs> anyway, not enough time to get <laughs> here, so we'll leave it there. But yes, uh, we've, we continue to mess around with the format of this podcast. Well, not so much the recording of it, but the way we do it is usually the ideal situation is we both show up to the cinema, yeah. we flip a coin, someone goes first... And then, etc. Yeah. We go straight to record, but no, it seems to be every every time we do this now, there seems to be some sort of complication. Something to it. goes wrong. So yeah. not only did we forget the mic, yeah. we also did the first ever trading places double bill. Uh huh. So our next episode will be the wonders of the emoji movie. We went straight <laughs> from one cinema to the next to capture the delights of the emoji movie. And you, you actually mean not like screen. You mean. An entirely yeah, uh-huh. different entirely cinema. different cinema across the other side of the city. A good half an hour across a river. Yeah, uh, we took a ferry, and uh, <laughs> it, was, uh, it was a real adventure. Uh, so we went to the Union Bar afterwards. Yeah, had, uh-huh. had some pints with met up with the lads. Yeah, sang uh-huh. a few of the good old sang the sash and some of our yeah, other favourite. Uh-huh. No more Catholics left. <laughs> So yes, uh, but on the way, we, we saw the Emoji movie, which will be in the next episode, and we keep fucking with the format, but just bear with us. Yeah. Next time we might, I, I don't know, we might just not watch the film and just record anything anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that, Jerry. Maybe I won't be here now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I still need to make up for your solo episode, I guess. True, uh, true, I, could, yeah. I need to do my own one for you. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's my punishment for forgetting the mic. <laughs> um, you need to record your own solo episode without a laptop with only a mic. <laughs> I just need to scream MacGyver into something. the void. Maybe I'll just tweet an entire episode. <laughs> that is basically screaming into the void, isn't it? Anyway. Into like, the abyss. Into the abyss, <laughs> exactly. Oh, fair enough. Where were you when the, when the Emoji movie was on? Oh, anyway, all that to come next week. Uh, now, Captain Underpants. Walked in. Yeah. Auditorium was stinking. Okay. <laughs> I don't know if you got this. I didn't. My know. auditorium, the auditorium was pretty humming. I also didn't sit in your seat, Sam. Oh no! Yeah. What? Why not? Because I was self-conscious. No. I just sat in the first available no. seat, right at the front, no. so I didn't descend into the. This is not how it's done, right? Cancel the podcast, right? <laughs> we'll see you later. It's all fucked. No. But uh, yeah, admittedly, and again, fucking things up. <laughs> I missed the start. <laughs> of Captain Underpants. I don't know how much. That had a really good start. It well. seemed like very little that I missed. Yeah, I'm sure. The first words I heard were "Goo Goo Gaga." So those could very the, well the, be the, the first birth. words. Yeah. I think they were my first words. No. <laughs> no. Uh, but we're introduced to George and Harold, our two main protagonists, uh-huh. uh, kids at school who don't sound like kids at all. Uh, one voiced by Kevin Hart, yeah. and the other voiced by I completely forgotten Thomas Middlechurch. Is that Is right? That okay, we'll go with uh, that. Kevin Hart in, I would like to say, probably his greatest ever performance. Yeah, all right, wow. Or his least irritating least performance, irritating, certainly. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't think, the point is, I'm saying they don't sound like kids, I'm guessing they're, they're not really supposed to. That's part. I, is that I part they of the joke? a pretty good job. Really? I was like, like, these just sound like adults. Really? I but thought, I thought they that had maybe... captured a like, childish enthusiasm, like sort of cartoonish. Yeah, I guess. But it wasn't like, obviously, if you wanted kids to do it you would have got kids okay, to do Mr. it okay Mr Authentic just yeah, boyhood uh-huh. and <laughs> you know you've got to shoot it on 70mm uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that was the first thing I noticed was really like obviously okay we've got adults here and, but yeah they're having fun 
the whole point really this what's the plot I'm not sure uh, school sucks it's gloomy and depressing everyone's depressed yeah that Jer- Jerome Horowitz Elementary I think that was what it was called okay and there's a good flashback to George and Harold when they were like in kindergarten and they made friends by <laughs> I'll say I'll phrase this uh, made friends by bonding over Uranus oh yeah that's in the second half <laughs> that there's comes up again back. Uranus yeah. comes yeah. up again excellent there's a okay. back for that that's quite funny. There's the the wee nerdy kid called Melvin that everyone hates. Yeah, yeah. And there's the evil professor or the evil the uh, uh, principal, I should say. Princi- yeah. Principal Krupp. Yeah. I should say first of all, do you know that Melvin was Jordan Peele? No. Yeah. Get out, Jordan oh, Peele. Get was, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> was the dweeb with no sense of humor. Oh, I missed all the credits obviously, and I haven't bothered to look up who played who, but I just know Kevin Hart was. Kevin Hart. Yeah. There's a uh, the first major bit of plot we get is there's uh, a Saturday and George and Harold, despite living next door to each other and sharing a treehouse, yeah. they go to sleep in their own separate houses. And I'm just like, nah, you, you've got a fucking treehouse. Use the treehouse. They wake up. Uh, minor complaint. Uh-huh. Um, they wake up on Saturday and there's all big song and dance about Saturday, Saturday. Then Principal Krupp says everyone's got to come to school on Saturday for the invention convention. I hate him already. <laughs> You, did you get much of Principal Krupp? No, no, not really. I got oh, right. You got, yeah. I didn't uh-huh. really get too much Krupp. You got all the underpants, okay. And also, is Krupp, like, is Krupp meant to be some kind of pun? On on what? Crap. Crap, I guess. It's not too far away. It's yeah. like, okay, we can't everything's, call Krupp, Everything's, toil- so everything's we'll toilet humour here. Krupp. Yeah. Uh-huh. Principal Krupp. Principal, yeah. Principal Krupp? Prin- mm, okay. <laughs> <laughs> We can put that into our bagel mini menu. <laughs> our principal crepe. And the, the crow eating bagel. <laughs> what we, yeah, what we'll do is we'll just like, we'll chuck bagels out in the street and we'll uh-huh. get crows to pick, we'll have crows pick them up. Crow and then we'll, we'll, instead of the crows taking the crumbs, we'll take the crumbs and sell uh-huh. it to the customers. Very nice, very Excellent. nice. It's, mm. uh, it's boutique. It, it is boutique, yeah. yes. Uh, crow, crow shredded bagel. Uh, <laughs> that would be a top seller across the country. I mean, with the fringe on at the moment, people would probably make it for that. <laughs> just a quick bite to eat. <laughs> that can, that, maybe we can put that into our own invention convention. <laughs> anyway, the whole invention convention Invention is basically just Melvin presenting a whole bunch of inventions. But there's a there's a funny fake early ending when they're doing the whole Saturday thing. They wake up yeah. and they're singing a song about Saturday. It's like right, the film's over, and then and then the credits start to roll. Yeah. It's like directed by George and Harold, <laughs> produced by George and Harold. Oh, um, fantastic! So it's yeah, definitely having good fun. But there's there's a darker side to it. Like as I said, yeah. the depiction of like the school is really sort of gloomy and depressing, like a sort of nineteen eighty four thing. Yeah, I was going to say I got the Terry so, Gilliam sort so, of Brazil, yeah, uh-huh, like, it was yeah, sort of yeah. dystopian in a way. And there's some there's some harshness to it. Like Principal Crump just turns around to one at some point and goes, "Your parents are obviously total." Failures. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the harsh realities of life. Some yeah. parents are failures. Uh-huh. But yeah, the film itself is sort of like it's self-referential and it's yeah. aware mm-hmm. and inventive. My third uh, note was meta. Meta. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it is a bit. It's definitely. It definitely knows what it's doing. I'm trying to remember much of the plot, but it's kind of going. But at some point after the invention convention, they sneak into Krupp's office. Because they're looking for their old Captain Underpants comics, or okay, no, yeah, I think they're yeah. looking for something else. But then they come across the Captain Underpants comics uh-huh. that were stolen from them, yeah. and they get caught by Principal Krupp. Mm. But then they hypnotise him uh-huh. with a, a, a hypnotising ring from the bottom of a cereal box, yeah. and that's how we get the transformation into Captain Underpants. Yeah. Krupp becomes Captain Underpants, and does he yeah, keep his was, hair? Uh, no, no, he loses his hair completely. Yeah. 
Okay. Well, he's only got the wee tuft at the top. Yeah, he's kind of got like a Homer Simpson. Yeah, yeah, uh-huh. but he loses his hair and he loses everything else, and he's absolutely, definitely your dad. <laughs> I know we I know we probably joke about your dad to the point of boredom, but let's be honest, this is the proper depiction of your dad running about town in a cape and underpants, trying to solve all the crimes of the world. Singing Tra La La. Tra La and going underpants. <laughs> definitely your dad. Anyway, this film is it's ve- actually it's very she turns the wings against us, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Walking around in his pants. It's Captain Underpants's meltdown. Uh, <laughs> honestly, this film is fucking bonkers. Yeah. <laughs> it's like cat is hard to keep up but just kind of roll with it I guess mm-hmm. so yeah um, they, they get they get Captain Underpants or Principal Crop or whoever you want to call him your dad uh, <laughs> and they, they get him to become the Principal like they get him to dress up back as Principal Crop okay yeah uh, but he's still in the frame of Captain Underpants because that's when he has fake hair doesn't he yeah yeah. Because I did, I, that was one of my, wasn't my question, but I did wonder what the hair situation was. Mm-hmm. No, it was, he's lost all his hair. Okay, uh, cool. But yeah, uh, so this this all happens. Yeah. Ugh, trying to follow the plot is kind of silly. There's a Ferris, there's a good Ferris Bueller music reference. Yeah. The, ooh, yeah. That, that's, <laughs> I forgot what it's called. But, you know, it's totally, undoubtedly a reference to Ferris yeah. Bueller uh, with the whole school and that music. Uh-huh. Um, we get Edith, who's the cleaning lady, and she, like, has a crush on Principal Krupp. Uh-huh, did, uh-huh. did we get her in the second half? Because yeah. I've got one of my three questions is about... It's about uh, old Edith, or young yeah. Edith, I don't know. Un- unspecified age Edith. <laughs> um, and the final bit of plot that I really get is obviously a mad German teacher mm-hmm. who comes along. Mm-hmm. Professor Poopy Pants, yeah. of course. And he applies for the science teacher, and it's, it ends up being that Captain Underpants is interviewing him. And he goes, yep, okay, you're hired. <laughs> 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 and then, so that's a whole disaster. But Ka- Professor Poopy Pants basically wants to rid the whole school of laughter yeah uh, that's that's his entire plot uh-huh. where it goes after that I don't know okay um, but yeah one of the things just to go back to Captain Underpants one of the things that I enjoyed and there's also a very good scene in the treehouse where they bring him back to the treehouse yeah. and I don't know if you guys but it turns out that um, every time you splash water on him yeah he turns back in to Principal Crop yeah. yeah and then yeah. they snap their fingers and yeah. he's back again uh, so there's a great scene in Treehouse where they're, like, they're just going back and forth between them <laughs> so they're clicking their fingers and pouring water on them so it's like <laughs> and then every time um, he transforms into Captain Underpants he goes tra-la-la <laughs> I would continue with pot, but that's really all the pot there was I'm uh, a little bit surprised at that, but really, you've, you've covered all the basics. Like, I hope so. Yeah, maybe I've raced through it, but doesn't yeah. sound as if you've got that much. <laughs> no, a, a lot of it was just sort of irrelevant, sort of slapstick yeah. humor, which was good fun. I probably got more plot-heavy second half. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. So I, I guess well, we'll end it here with the three questions. My my yeah. question is: either the cleaning lady and either crop or Captain Underpants, do they hook up? Is there a hot, steamy session with Edith and Principal Crop? I will answer that at the end, but okay. another one. Do you know Edith is Kristen Schell? No. Nope. Mel from Flight of the Conchords oh. and loads of other you've got good all, cast. You've, you've, you've got, got a good one. memory for this sort of shit. I'm, I'm really bad with actors. <laughs> Third question. Is Captain Underpants slash your da arrested for indecent exposure? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I can clear that one up right now. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Maybe he should be. And he does take the pants off at one point. What? Oh, um. okay. This is interesting. Kind of leads into my next question: Is Captain Underpants? He's got this huge belly um. and this total flat surface. Where is Captain Underpants's bulge, Jericho? I want to hear the answer for this in the second half. In the second half, okay. Coming up just in a few wee minutes. 
and welcome to the second half of Trading Places, where we will be solving the mystery, Captain Underpants' bulge, where is it? <laughs> I don't feel as if I'm qualified, I'm afraid, to explain this to like Maybe maybe this is something for your parents to deal with. But uh, I'll tell you when you're older. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know myself, and I don't Is it just got quite... nothing? It's just like... Flat? I don't know. It doesn't deal with it in the film. Really. The sequel territory. It's probably okay. like you have to leave some things unanswered. Because underpants. What's under the pants? No, they're pant. They're under. Like they are the underpants. It's pants like American pants. Under yeah, your I know. Under I know. I know. I know. But yeah, yeah. Underpants. What's okay. underpants? Uh, okay. that, there we go. That's a sequel. Captain Underpants. Under the pants. <laughs> um, <laughs> that could. That could probably be a title. Um, <laughs> Oh yeah, we want to know the man behind the pants. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's give us some plot because yeah, I, I we, want to know how this manages to form into some sort of ending or conclusion. Yeah, how how it went from absolutely like so nothingness we, to a semblance of a plot. I entered and Captain, uh, not Captain, Professor Poopy Pants was like sort of jabbering. So I got a first line but it was really hard to make it out because there's all this sort of indistinct germ and like, oh, no, 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 I just go with the, I just go with the last clearest line that I yeah. can hear. Like, I go, right, um, the next li- I go, the next line is going to be the one I write down and if there's a few others while I'm walking out, that's fine. Yeah, so, so I I'm, went with, mark it, so. I went with the first one that I could properly hear that's all right. of, yeah, okay. but we'll, I, uh, no, we'll I use got, a, we'll use like, that one glimmers end, yeah. of other ones because he was sort of, uh, he was having some form of fit in an auditorium. <laughs> was he doing another Anthony Hopkins spiel of consciousness? <laughs> Not quite. <but> in German. <laughs> I think he was... Oh, I've almost destroyed her setup. Our incredible um, rock band mic setup <laughs> in a glass. Um, yeah, so he's having a, he's having a kind of uh, episode and... They're all laughing at him, and one of our protagonists says, Oh, it's really fun to say poopy pants. And this is when I have the meta note, because I didn't realise that Captain Underpants existed... Like, the Captain Underpants books exist in the Captain Underpants Mm, movie world. Um, there's also Anti Humor Boy uh, who makes an appearance. Anti Humor Boy not was not apparent in the first half. This is Melvin because. Oh after, right, Melvin's Anti Humor Boy. Oh, after, you just... after Captain, after uh, Professor Poopy Pants has his like, everyone's laughing at him in the in the assembly assembly hall, and then he somehow teams up with Mel Melvin and they like make a plan. He's like, I am Professor Von Poopy Pants on you are my sidekick. Oh, so Melvin comes a sidekick. <laughs> and then there is a fourth wall break. Mm. Where uh, Yes, this happens in the first half. Yeah. I didn't address it, but basically they sort of present themselves to the audience like yeah. Hi, we're George and Harold, so yeah. that sort of thing. But it comes up again. Yeah, Harold uh, I think looks like directly into camera and I was like, wait, hang on. Is this <laughs> is this an accident? Oh, like, have the animators accidentally animated him? Uh, like, have they accidentally um, broken? Is this like a Dunkirk off? guy? And then they speak and they say, "If you could control your principle, what would you do?" And I was like, "Oh, is this encouraging like audience participation?" I think there might even be a bit of a pause because I should right. say as well. I guess like we saw it with like a big audience of like school kids and stuff. It wasn't so it was too busy, pretty... but yeah, there was there was there were kids in there. Yeah, it seemed like there was a group, like an after school club mm. or something. All right, like a big group of kids. Anyway, because they took all the good seats. <laughs> <laughs> so, Kieran, if you could control your principal, what would you do? Mm, okay. Well, do you want to answer it now or yeah. get some time to mull it? Uh, give, give me some time. This this one needs okay. some thought. Yeah. 
There's then like a whoopee cushion symphony. Um, <laughs> yeah, they discover the whoopee cushion when they break into Crop's office. Uh-huh. And he goes, oh, I can I, I can use that fabulous sound again. <laughs> but um, uh, So it returns. Yeah, this has all been like quite quite Captain Underpants himself liked, actually. Mm-hmm. So there's a whoopee cushion symphony, and then there's a, one of my first first moments of the film kind of playing with form and stuff is after the Wubukushin Symphony a load of reviews like come up on screen like uh, three stars Jordan's grandma like 89% on some Rotten Tomatoes parody best uh, best concert I've ever been to etc etc the film definitely knows what it's doing as we said which I should say as well like yeah the I I had my suspicions going into it I was like yeah we're doing this for the podcast but this might actually be Pretty good. So one of the, it must be one of the better ones we've done, that's for oh, sure. Oh, absolutely. Would you say far. it's the best for you? I don't know. I'm trying to remember what we've I mean, done. The other contenders, like Wonder Woman... Oh, you like that a lot more than me. Wonder Woman, like, again, was like the closest we've seen to something good just because it wasn't outright awful. Mm-hmm. And then otherwise, I enjoyed the first half of Bad Santa. That's <laughs> really only... You really liked A Dog's Purpose, didn't you? Yeah, it was quite decent. Sex thing was okay. I'm just looking back for our, <laughs> our podcasts. Yeah, I'd say this one's probably for me dog's purpose, but yeah, I this would, was the one I was like, yeah, I could do with not walking out of this. I would say <laughs> I, I, this has probably been my favourite. And yeah, so so uh, Nick Stoller, I know, was one of the writers who directed Forgetting Sarah Marshall and wrote the Muppet movie. So mm. for me, I was like, ah, okay, this, this has good a track history. involved. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. it could, could be good. Anyway, Professor Poopy Pants has a plan involving Andy Humor Boy's brain because he realised that Andy Humor Boy has a brain which is incapable of processing humour. <laughs> I realised then that that's when Captain Underpants has been hypnotised because they're having like a big outdoor. I see your notes. Parade. It just says hypnotised? Question yeah. mark. <laughs> um, yeah, they're having a big outdoor parade and someone spills a glass of water on them. Not a big outdoor parade, like a fun day affair type of thing mm-hmm. in schools in the school's garden. And he snaps back into Crook ah. and he's like, what's going on? And then they click their fingers and get <laughs> back to underpants. And there's a massive big set piece, not dissimilar to what you were saying, where like he there's like Dunk the Clown and stuff and all sorts of games and things. So he keeps getting soaked and they have to follow him around, <laughs> clicking constantly. And then it starts raining and he goes off into like a... He goes off on a school bus and then gets shot like through a big ring of fire. When I thought you were going to say he gets shot, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> yeah, this it took dark, a dark, yeah, it turn. Gets dark, bloody hell!" Um, where he says the immortal line, "Nothing's more fun than fire," which is a good <laughs> message to be sending in a kids' film. Definitely, but he gets put out because it's pouring rain. In fact, I think no, do they? They soak him, I think, because he is on fire. <laughs> and anyway, it's pouring rain, so they're not able to then rehypnotize him, um, ah. and he goes back to being crop and they are separated forever like never allowed to be in the same oh class. that's it yes yeah. uh, important plot detail uh, yeah, I figured <laughs> Professor <laughs> Principal Krupp signs this uh, order uh, that their George and Harold will be split up that's why they were sneaking back in because they were going to try and find oh, the, like class. the paper yeah. or something to stop it happening cool yeah. that makes sense yeah just me forgetting plot as usual and then ah, oh, that's fine. And then there's a big scene where they're kind of like separated, and it's another it's a sort of like fantasy sequence where they're both on like desks, which then spiral off into space, and they're on like completely different planets, separated from each other. Which reminded me of the scene from Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which there's an incredibly homoerotic scene where Harry's son is separated from Malfoy's son, 
and they're on stairs behind like curtains or whatever. I only read it in the book, but I've heard I, I heard from other people. It's like yeah, on on stage, it's incredibly homoerotic. Really? There's like <laughs> five minutes of them like walking across staircases that overlap but never touch and then <laughs> curtains and they're sort of behind veils longing out reaching for each other and there's something a little bit like that well I was, I was wondering did I think Joe and would make a lovely wee couple <laughs> yeah I I was gonna uh, that was a potential question there but uh, it never never quite made the short list Professor, you <laughs> got a short list of questions. <laughs> I can't even come up with two. <laughs> you, I've got discarded possibilities. Down. Yeah, it's a real Frost Nixon setup here. <laughs> yeah, Professor Professor P, I have here. They call Professor P, and then they start calling him PP. I was like, oh, that, that's that's. That's just making these jokes are making me laugh. Like, I could happily probably go back and watch the second half, or uh, just the whole thing yeah. from start to finish, pretty much. So, so Professor PP PP uh, has uh, an evil plan where he's going to use Melvin brain to destroy humour so no one will laugh at him and his ridiculous name. Professor PP then creates a big massive toilet which he uses Melvin as a battery and he basically <laughs> kind of hypnotises everyone to destroy their sense of humour and he is then doing it to uh, to what are they called? George and George Harold? And Harold yeah. George and Harold and so Melvin doesn't have like a, a haha von Stein or whatever the humor the haha giggle yeah Mephalmus thing yeah yeah, yeah. haha giggle Mephalmus or something yeah something uh, like that yeah. yeah I probably have it on the other on the other page but uh, George and Harold have massive ones <laughs> so they're like you get a nice nice section like nice bit where he's looking at like a cross section of their of their brain and it looks the same as Melvin not Melvin looks the same as everyone else from the front but then he turns to the profile view and it turns out they're actually bra- their actual brain is tiny <laughs> and their haha von Stein is massive and George and Melvin say like George and Harold say if he destroys our sense of humour he destroys us and that's where I was like I love this film mm. because I just feel like it, it made me really happy it had all sorts of good stuff about oh. school and creativity and finding humour and things and I was just really on board with it. Well, I've seen people absolutely raving about it, and I did enjoy the first half. I didn't go. This is one. Of, this, yeah. I didn't. I didn't go. This is the greatest animated film of all time. Or yeah, it's not. It's obviously not up there with like the Pixar stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, and like, I'm not. I'm not heartbroken that I didn't get to see the first. Because did, did we pick I, this thinking it would be crap? No, that's generally what we do. I didn't <laughs> think it would be like. I mean, I saw the trailer and I was like, okay, half of this trailer is based on like Ferris Bueller, but mm. I didn't like. There wasn't any, like, I didn't groan at the trailer, and I didn't think, well, without wishing to go into things, certain movies that may or may not feature emoticon and, like, pictorial <laughs> representation of things and exist only as, like, soulless advertising ventures, you go into them knowing they're going to be terrible. <laughs> Whereas Captain Underpants was just like, I wouldn't ask for a ticket to see Captain Underpants myself well I did <laughs> <laughs> I got a ticket you can uh, always you can always attach the addendum of a, it's not for me no it's it's for a podcast. I do, 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 yeah, I and you go, yeah, sure. Uh, I've heard that one before. Every creep has a podcast. <laughs> well, yep. Because uh, I told you, I told you before that I. Uh, there we go. I've got the answer. If you could control your principal, what would you do? <laughs> I would get him to buy my embarrassing cinema tickets. <laughs> You'd send your dad to go on uh, one for the Captain Underpants movie, please. <laughs> Swig's can of tenant super uh, Okay. One for yeah. that movie about uh, guy with the pants. 
Super Superman pants. Super pants. That's what, <laughs> one for super pants. Uh, is it an allocated? Is it an allocated screen? No, uh, but you are only allowed to sit in the very back corner, away from the children. <laughs> so yes, I would send my principal, who's maybe or maybe not an alcoholic dad wearing underpants, to buy my embarrassing cinema tickets. There we go. Got Does he listen to the podcast? Is he gonna? Is my he gonna... dad? No. No, your, your principal. My principal. God. No. <laughs> well, who knows? Give us a shout out if you do, Mister Doherty. <laughs> you're a fanny, <laughs> Mister Doherty. If you're listening, you're not actually a fanny. I'm sorry. <laughs> just covering, just covering my ass here. Okay. So <laughs> where were we? <laughs> the big massive toilet is yes, the big destroying massive the school and hypnotizing everyone. Of course. And uh, George and Harold have a little flick book, which I believe is like a key part of the Captain Underpants oh, thing. Okay. It's flick books. And they're like, yeah, this section would be too violent and take too much to animate, so we're just going to flick our way through it. And they flick through being like, okay, and then the big toilet grabbed us, and then Captain Underpants got stomped on, and this and that and that, and a dolphin appeared. (laughs) And George says to Harold, or vice versa, why are you always sneaking dolphins into the movie? (laughs) Um, And Melvin is then like rooting for like booby pants to succeed, and this is when I came up with my other question. Yep. Did you know a Melvin? Because I knew a few Melvins at school. It was probably me. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, he's obviously based on a sort of stereotype. Like the little, yeah. the, the Randall from Recess, the little like yeah. rat that's always the teacher's pet, but with yeah. a degree of I don't know, sliminess. Yeah, I will, but I'm not going to start naming names on podcasts <laughs> except for Mr. Doherty <laughs> fair enough fair enough but good I was, I was never as I was never as cool as George and Harold but I don't think I was ever as dour as Melvin yeah well who knows former schoolmates get in touch and tell me different <laughs> um, I was looking forward to the correspondence we're going to have like Kieran you Melvin <laughs> subject Kieran is a Melvin Kieran is a Melvin yeah <laughs> um, Melvin McCusker <laughs> um, that's uh, me um, okay so we then find out Professor Poopy Pants full name is Professor P.P. Diaryistine Poopy Pants Esquire yep which he lets slip and they just absolutely lose it um, <laughs> and I like how you got all that word for word. Yeah. That's impressive. Well yeah, done. thank you. Dedication to the podcast. I've got to get this. <laughs> yeah, I was scribbling away. And the George and Harold try and tell him that the problem isn't that people laugh at him for his ridiculous name. The problem is that he can't laugh at himself. Another great lesson from this mm. film. So he then turns the ray on them and he starts shrinking their ha I'm a falmus. I'm a falmus thing. Yeah, I think it ends in falmus. Um, Who knows? Who cares? Um, (laughs) And they they basically turn into like the dull zombies, like everyone else, until they have like they remember the Uranus bonding over Uranus, (laughs) and that's what strikes them back into. Harold and George-ness. There's definitely like these homoerotic subtexts. Like, yeah, absolutely. The whole, the, 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 whole um, the thing with the cursed child and bond, yeah, bonding yeah. over Uranus. Um, <laughs> and uh, what was I going to say? And yeah, there's there's also a homoerotic subtext in the Emoji movie that I mean to talk to you about. Oh, right. Um, well, but, for, for another podcast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll get another episode. Uh, Professor Booby Pants likes lip balm 
Again, Captain Underpants has been remarkably under uh, remarkable. Yeah, I was about uh, to ask, where is absent he? Absent in this, uh-huh. he's kind of like he's been stomped on by the giant toilet. Professor Poopy Pants has like a shrink ray type thing. Is he like holding him hostage or something? No, Captain he's Underpants? just he's no. kind of out of the game. Oh right, um, it's quite weird because actually, yeah, I remember like actually Captain Underpants wasn't introduced as Captain Underpants for like a good twenty minutes. Yeah, and it's only a ninety minute film. Yeah, and it's like there seems to be a distinct lack of Captain Underpants and Captain Underpants. I feel like that's a good thing. It's like the Joker only being in like ten minutes of The Dark Knight, yeah. Animal Lecter, etc., etc. And I think it's good and how it has less of Alien being like, an alien, so the less. You see the better it is. Yeah, like for for kids, like the 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 one that like kids will be able to relate to are the kids, mm-hmm. as opposed to like the bald baby that can fly. <laughs> um, so, um, or maybe not. Maybe I just can't relate anymore. Anyway, hey, these do- kids have all got dads too. <laughs> well, maybe some of them do. <laughs> so PP throws lip balms at them, and he then blows them up with his strength cray, which he reverses, so it mm-hmm. makes them big, and then a prisoner of lip balm. Um, Captain Underpants fights the toilet. He then falls into toilet liquid, which gives him superpowers, and he becomes all buff all right. and able to fly. Does and he spurt a bulge? No. He, well, maybe. I'll have to go back and see it. Because he does sort of like... He bulk, muscles bulge and appear, appear. But I wasn't looking at the groin, so maybe, maybe not. George, tell, tell, tells you a lot about where my mind is. <laughs> um, but well, where is the bulge? What is going on? This? I can't... No, I can't pitch well, this movie. My oh my, this is all very unrealistic. Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> the, the flying baby fighting the massive toilet, I can believe. But where are his genitals? Where are they? <laughs> so, uh, Harold or George lampshades it with... That was an obvious twist that I did not see coming. Mm. Uh, Captain Underpants getting getting powers more self-referential. Um, so, I like it. I like yeah, it. he then uh, he then fights and turns the tide against Poopy Pants, and Harold and George say, "I can't believe we made him, and he's even dumber in real life." <laughs> he accidentally ends up shrinking himself, and like he's he blows up PP into like a massive colossal size and he accidentally shrinks himself but uh, they end up I can't remember how they end up saving the day but they somehow do oh they save the day yeah they, yeah they then get the shrink rate back you've been racing through the plot for the past five minutes I'm just like trying to keep up like yep there's a big fight yep. basically there's a big fight and things happen there must be. and then we're back to normal <laughs> and yep I just like I really appreciate this film as like the sort of like I don't know Old to friendship that it was, and like it, like I was thinking of it. Can you think of like I can't really think of any better like depictions of friendship on screen than this, really. Better depictions of friendship. Yeah. Oh, fuck. We're, we're talking a lot of films here. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't like to say there's there's one better or worse just off the cuff. I mean, I'm not saying like this is the best depiction of on screen friendship, but I'm like, I think it's. I think, it, like, nothing's immediately springing to mind. It's a lofty, it's a lofty claim. Because, I don't know, I just feel like it captures that sort of school friends really well, and, I don't know, the type of friendship where you have a creative project together, maybe a comic about a superhero or a podcast, and I just feel like there's something really, really good message to this film. Are we forgetting the classic, Dude, Where's My Cup? I've never seen Dude, Where's My Cup? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you might have. <laughs> uh, no, no, I see, like, you... The portrayal of friendship in that man. Oh, yeah. See, you have, like, you have all the, like, I think you're more of the, like, American 
gross out lad, <laughs> lad college movie with American Pie. I have, yeah. Have I, I, I admitted to my secret love <laughs> for the American Pie movies? Next, you'll be like, I don't know, what's the what's the other one? What, like recent American Pies? No, or? no, I was just trying to think. There's another one with a weird title. <laughs> anyway, so things all wrap up. They decide, they break the hypno ring because they're like, we can't keep him. He needs to go back to being crap. It's tough, but we need to... We need to let him go. Mm. And they break the ring. He goes back to being crap, and they realize crap. And they realize that they're like, oh, maybe he was so bad because he doesn't have any friends. Because we are only so good because we have each other. And so they then send him a little Valentine's Day card, and they're like, dear Principal Crap, will you go out with me, love Edith? Ah, oh, here baby. we go. We're answering um, that old yeah. question. Did and he, he immediately changes into a new man, and. He's like, here you go, boys. Why didn't you be in class together? Have your Captain Underpants comics back. These things are pretty good. <laughs> and so he then goes on a date to... Uh, he goes on a date with Edith Flanch, lady. And th- maybe one of my favourite jokes is... She says, I've never been to such a fancy restaurant. And they're sad... Is it the cafeteria? Ita- no, they're no. in an Italian restaurant. They're in an Italian restaurant right beside the toilet. <laughs> and just as soon as she says, I've never been to such a fancy restaurant, there's a flush... And a man comes out, like, right beside their table, mm. like... And so, uh, I suppose this is answering your question, but no, 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 unfortunately, their date is interrupted because the the giant toilet is, like, taken away to, like, a wreckage site where the, the toilet water, which gave Captain Underpants his powers, leaks out, and it makes, like, an army of toilets that... <laughs> take over the town and they oh, like, so these like little last, evil, last real yeah these <laughs> little evil toilets come into the come into the uh, the uh, Italian restaurant and are wrecking up the place and Captain Underpants says waiter can I have the check and he when he puts his finger he hypnotises himself <laughs> and Captain Underpants returns to the astonishment of both me and George and Harold and he Wait, George and Howard are in the restaurant. They're like they're sneaking it. They're outside, uh, okay. sort of looking in the window, being like, "Oh, is mm. it going well?" And yeah, so Captain Underpants returns, and then it's sort of like cut to black, and then the credits. Ah, uh, like, there's, there's, like, there's fighting, an fighting stuff, and the other adventures of Captain Underpants. Ah, excellent. And there's a theme song by Weird Al Yankovic, which might be Weird Al Yankovic's only ever original composition. Mm. I don't know. Do you know? And maybe his last. He's not very old now. <laughs> is he about his sixties? Old Al Yankovic. Old Al Yankovic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he must probably I think is. He is. I think so. Oh. Yeah. He looks good for his age, I think, but he is pretty old. Yeah. Well, fair play to him. Yeah, I think that's kind of. I think I'm getting a sense of the battle of the halves here. Yeah. As much as I did enjoy it, I think you had a better time. Yeah, so, I think so. Well, since we've started Battle of the Halves, none of them have been mine. You've won no. all of them so far. Yeah. And I think I think you're not notching up number three on the board. So. Yeah, I mean, unless unless you think I had a better half, but I th- no, it sounds like you had a better time. It was potentially in doubt while I was watching it. I was like, I'm really enjoying this, but maybe Kieran enjoyed it even more. But there were things like I didn't know that like. I thought you would have got more of Captain Underpants just kind of having... Because like, I didn't get that much of him. I thought you might have got more of them like having adventures, doing stuff. No, I said he was around. weirdly absent for quite a bit of it. And I also thought you'd get the establishment of like Professor Poopy Pants and stuff. But he just kind of walks out one day. <laughs> yeah, it turns out I got most of most of the plot mm-hmm. so, so yeah. and again and most more of the jokes I think so maybe yeah, uh, yeah I think so, we've got to award you with another Battle of the Halves title yeah mm. I'm happy to take that one 
And similar to Wonder Woman, I feel like this like might have worked in isolation. So it's like, is this something about like better movies? Is you can kind of walk in, walk in halfway, and still we're get, coming like, up with new theories here. Still get most of it, yeah. Because <laughs> there's been some like where we've been like, well, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Whereas the second half of Captain Underpants, the second half of Wonder Woman are both fairly complete. But I suppose I will I will end my spiel here with some words from the audience as mm-hmm. I was exiting. There was a granddaughter and her grandmother and she was like, Grandma, Grandma, would you give that five stars? And she's like, I, I would. <laughs> what about you? She's like, oh, I don't want to give it four. <laughs> <laughs> but rave reviews from the Glasgow Rave audience. reviews, excellent. So, yeah, I think that brings to conclusion, apart from first line, last line, uh, a successful outing well, for trading well, places. Wait, 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 I don't know. I think we need to try and fit this into our cinematic universe. Okay, do you want to go ahead? Okay. I think it ties in Wonder Woman quite well, you know, both superhero films. Yeah, yeah. Um, is it not? The, is it not Herzog that ties all these together? Well, I was going to say because you know we've got the German professor. I think he. It was Nick Kroll who played Professor Poopy Pants. But I tell you what it is. Yeah. It's Werner Herzog's like illegitimate child. <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> my son, I have lost you. My son, my son. What have you done? <laughs> I will. It's like Game of Thrones. He's like, I do not legitimize you with the Herzog name. I will give you the most humiliating name possible. <laughs> um, I christen you Professor PP <laughs> Diarrhea Steen von Booby Pants Esquire. <laughs> she must be. He must be related then to Wonder Woman because yeah. Wonder Woman is Herzog's <laughs> daughter. Yeah. Was it, is this not? Was that not it? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, she is. Yeah. So that means. But she's is she also illegitimate? Oh, I think technically, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. So Werner Herzog has just been on this like <laughs> worldwide shagging spree, and yeah. uh, got Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman is Professor Peepee's yeah. half brother. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's frightening. There's a bit of Herzog to it when they're all saying how they're like, when Poopy Pants is hypnotizing everyone, they're all becoming zombies, and they're like. Oh no, like without humour, the world will be like a meaningless void. It will be an abyss without, uh, <laughs> without definition and uh, it'll be uh, chaos. And, uh... But yeah, I think that's where we're fitting that in. Yeah. Wonder Woman's half brother. <laughs> we, we could try and put them into the others, but I think, I think that's enough. Yeah, yeah that works <laughs> uh, for me. So let's just finish by first line, last line. I did the first half, so what yeah. we do is there's always a minute or so that we miss when we swap over yeah so the, uh, my last line of the first half was yeah. oh look at that they came off again and that was Captain Underpants who said that oh I forgot to tell you about Captain Underpants taking his pants off so one of his like <laughs> one of his things is like he catapults now you tell me he, ca- <laughs> he catapults Underpants at PP and he like he's kind of got his back to camera and he's hidden by the cape so I think they imply that he fires his actual pants, and I was like, oh, and then like, and then he fires more, and he's like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, <laughs> Thursday, Friday, and they're like, oh, unlimited underpants. I'm really glad we gave him that superpower. <laughs> but yeah, that's that. So your your first My line. first line was, this guy is too much. This guy is too much. Yeah. Ah, okay. Well, it's definitely it's definitely to do with the bulge. Yeah. Like, let's just let's just Yeah. So he's like, oh, look at that, they came off again. Yeah. Clearly the underpants. Oh, just playing a wee bit of guitar, Jericho. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, look at that, they came off again. This guy is too much. So, yeah, definitely, this is the scene that we... Well, I asked you if Captain Underpants got arrested for indecent exposure. Yeah. He did. He you did. missed it. Yeah. That's what happened when, yeah. when he was away. 
this guy is too much. You know, police come along and they go, right, it's you again. We need, we need to take in the cells. But I was there last night. Aye, and you go again. Look, I got to pick my way up for school, right? So you're going nowhere near any schools, <laughs> sir. <laughs> this guy is too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what better not to lend things on? Yep, indecent exposure in Captain Underpants. <laughs> well, so there will not be a sequel. Because um, <laughs> he's in jail. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a prison drama. Mm. Um, Where he meets Johnny's dad from. <laughs> 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 That's it, prison break. That's what I get. Oi, um, what are you doing here? Two couple, a couple of deadbeat dads just trying to get out and do their best for their kids. Oh, I forgot to tell you, there's a post credit scene oh, where God. the woman who gets stuck on hold... Yes. She, like, I think Harold and George like, disconnect her or something just when she gets through and she turns into a supervillain and their next book is Attack of the Stuck on Hold Woman. <laughs> Captain Underpants and the Attack of the Stuck on Hold Woman. Excellent. So... Is there a sequel? Is, is it set up enough for a sequel? I feel like it's open. Yeah, I feel I'm like, sure yeah. they can come up and with something. there's enough books, definitely. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, if this makes money... So. Will we do the next one, or will we actually go and see it? I think we can do it. Yeah, okay, we maybe we've got it. to commit. Yeah. 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 I might go and watch this at some point. I might probably yeah. wait till it comes out, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we can conclude that it was a, a good a good jaunt for yeah. the, for Trading Places. Absolutely. Uh, join us me. next time for the Emoji Movie, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> where uh-huh. we went from one extreme to the other <laughs> within the space of about three hours. Uh, yeah. But for now, that'll be next week's episode. Thank you for joining us for Captain Underpants. Mm. I'm Kieran. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the Cine Singe and Jericho. Yours is just uh, at as Jericho we always Reed. say yeah. at Jericho Reed. Yeah. We finally remember to invite people to like our Facebook page. Yeah. Uh, so which we started nine months ago, and usually nine usually uh, you invite people to like it as soon as you make it. Uh, no, yeah. we did it different. No, you have it sitting on the we shelf. Let it with ge- two, we let it. Two that's very it. generous yeah. likes. We it. let it gestate. We gave it the proper. The proper gestation nice. period, and now, and now like it's a chest burster. It's ready for the world. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> follow us there. That's our Trading Places podcast on Facebook, yeah. and at Trading Places Pod on Twitter, where we don't have quite as many followers. So give us some. Yeah. Anyway. And because we have been in the gener- in keeping with our getting our act together, we also have a new host. So we will hopefully be providing more regular episodes. Now we don't have to worry about running out of space. And you can find our host at, uh, I think it's Trade Place Pod... Uh, it's on Podiant. 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 It's Podiant. You can find us on there. It's very good. I would recommend I say underwear, heartily. you say underpants. <laughs> <laughs> yes, thank you for joining us. We'll be back next week. Bye. See ya.